Nigel with Justin and Michelle. Woo-hoo. Welcome back to uh, another episode. The good times are still a rolling. That's right. Uh, what is there anything I like to ask you? And mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's just because we're we're new doing it this way or whatever. But I like right. to do a check in. We're not professional. I'm not a professional podcaster. Neither, neither am I. Justin, well, you sort of he, are. Here's the thing: if we once we start getting good enough downloads, then we will both also be professional podcasters. There you go. Uh, what, where is that line? Do you think? Do you think you is it just making money? Because coming from the world of stand up comedy, you just have to make a fifty dollar gig once, and now you're a comedian. You could say that. I think we could say that about. But us. do you? Is there a certain bill you have to go, or is it just once we? I clear, say once we clear fifty bucks. Okay, fifty bucks. Once we we clear fifty bucks, we will be professional podcasters, That's right. and we will announce it on the show. We will because this is a group effort. <laughs> because without you, the people listening, we would not be able to pull off and our, our professional podcast- status. Our podcast is all about fun stuff. I mean, yeah. we try not to. There's a lot of negative stuff going on in the world, a lot of horrible news. We uh, just take a break from that. Yeah. Not that we're sticking our heads in the sand or anything no. like that. We just want to focus on some stuff that makes you feel a little good. But I think a lot of people who are going to find out about this are probably going to find out through our connection to KFI. Right. right? So you can get there. You go. You get informed. And then you use this as like a nice palate cleanse. Yes. You know what I mean? We're going to we're going to talk about feel goody. Goody two shoes. <laughs> Right. And just you're going to rinse that around your mouth and then you're going to go back in. And you're going to jump in and find out what natural disaster uh, just ru- ruined a developing nation. Yes. Right. That's exactly. that's that's what that is for. So like the for, yang to the yin. For right <laughs> for right now, we um, I just had a birthday party for my husband, which was great. And this is the second kind of big party I've had for my husband in a year. And. I sort of have to explain this because a lot of people don't understand it because you were at his surprise party last yes. year. Yes. Now, my husband. Are we allowed to say how old he is? He's 51. So yeah. we, we you had a big surprise party for him at 50. For 50, yeah. Where family and everybody was there. We mm-hmm. all went to a, ni- a nice restaurant. We went to a Mexican restaurant. It was and, delicious. And the reason why, okay, this is really funny because my husband has told me over and over again, and I've heard this through his sister too, that he didn't. He didn't get a lot of birthday parties when he was a kid, and he never, ever had a surprise party. And it, he he made this mention to me a couple of years ago that he, I think it was after a surprise party I had for my mom or something that he had never, ever haven't had a surprise party in his life. I go, even when you were a kid, like your parents didn't – he goes, no, no, we just – there was too much going on in the family. Um, so he never had a surprise party. So my goal has always been to kind of have a surprise party for him. And so I finally did a surprise party for him for his 50th birthday. And it was a super surprise because I didn't have it until a month after his birthday. So, um, and I, so I knew it would be, cause that was the only time I could get everybody together yeah. that I wanted to come. He knows some people. And used not to work, tip him off. Right? Yeah. He used to work at KFI. So he knows a, a bunch of KFI people. So I wanted to invite those people. I wanted to invite some new friends and people that, you know, we just have known for a while and family, of course. And so I arranged this, this dinner at this Mexican restaurant that he really, really loves that's near by our house. And so I, I planned this party a month after his birthday, knowing that it would be a total surprise. And I remember just telling him at the time I was on like some really strict diet or whatever. And I remember saying, Oh my God, Saturday's my free day. I want to go to this restaurant. He's like, Oh yeah, no problem. So it was easy enough to get him there. But he walked through the door and he saw everybody and everybody said surprise. And he said his first thought was, whose birthday is <laughs> Because it was so long yeah, after yeah, his yeah. birthday, he didn't realize. That's so I great. really kind of got him really, really good. And I was really determined to kind of do it again this year in a different way. 
but I wanted to do it on his actual birthday. So Friday was his actual birthday, the day we had the party. And so what I did this year was I wanted to do sort of a bowling party because I thought he never had a bowling party when he was a kid. So I thought it would be really fun. So we went to this uh, bowling alley in Pasadena. And he loves bowling, right? He likes bowling. Yeah, he loves bowling. We haven't bowled in a while. He has his own ball and shoes, which (laughs) is another story. And I have my (laughs) own ball and shoes. And so we used to go bowling like once a week just to kind of have fun. And I took bowling for three years in college. Oh, that's right. I've forgotten yeah. about this. So yes. I took bowling for a really long time in college. You guys, by the way, you guys are good. Like, here's, it's funny about bowling is that I feel like I grade more people on their form mm-hmm. than their score. Right. Because when you and Tim were bowling, that and the, somebody's cousin or something, or niece oh, yeah. or, the, the, uh, or my, boyfriend uh, of... My uh, niece's boyfriend, yeah. TJ. He, those, you were They're the in three, a bowling league. Uh, and Michael Crozier, for any yeah. KFI fans out there, news guy overnight, and uh, he does Conway quite a bit, too, mm-hmm. as a fill-in when Bender's out. But anyway, he uh, he also, great form. Right. Nobody's scores were necessarily reflective. Well, because we, we, one, it was, um, the bowling alley is kind of different from a regular bowling alley. It's super dark, yeah. and there's a lot of noise, and we were drinking quite a bit. Um, so that, is that not part of bowling? Well, it is part of bowling, but it kind of plays into how well you score. really should be better lit. Yeah, and oh. I have, and it should be better lit because there's you're really not supposed to look at the pins at all. Yeah, you you're look at the, to look at the lines on yeah. the board. So, um, so it was a little different. It's been a really long time. We haven't been bowling in probably nine or ten months, so this was the first time bowling. But I wanted to do this bowling party with food and everything, and so I did this uh, party for him, and he was really super surprised. But I picked a day, of course. That one was a he was a pain in the ass to get out of the house because I made it on at like at eight o'clock at night because I figured that'd be easier time for everybody to get there. And um, so he's just thinking all day, like, when are we going to eat? When are we going to like, well, we're not going out to eight o'clock. He's like, well, when have we ever gone out at like eight o'clock? Because we both have early morning shifts. So usually we're, you know, we're to bed early and we're up early. So I had to keep him up, first of all. And then he told me. That day that his shoulder was bothering him and his ankle was bothering him. And I'm like, son of a bitch. God damn it. So we ended up, we had this bowling party. And so I did it because he never had bowling parties when he was a kid. So I thought it would be really fun. Something everybody could enjoy. You can have food and have drinks too. And then what I also did was I made these little, uh, these uh, goodie bags. <laughs> For adults. That was great. I was like, they were still kid-centered. That I was had, great. I had prizes. I had a prize for whoever had the highest score of the night and whoever had the lowest score of the night. And Gary Hoffman of the Gary and Shannon Show had the, on KFI, had the highest score of the night. I think he had a 156, which was the he highest He had 156. Oh, I thought it was going to be cumulative. He no, had, no, no. He scored a single 150. score. Oh, yeah. son of a... You still, oh. you still wouldn't have won. Justin. 129 was, I was right there with him. You still wouldn't have won. No, and then TJ the lowest did. score of the night, which your wife won. Yeah, right. Natalie. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> so, so I had special prizes for the high and low score winner, but then everybody, I gave everybody like a goodie bag, like a kid goodie bag mm-hmm. filled with candy. I had Pop Rocks right out of the box. <laughs> Pop Rocks. Like as soon as I got it. I had, I think I had, uh, what did I have this? Were those the... You had blow pops in there. Had you had pops. little yo-yos. Oh, yeah. I had a bunch of little kids. It's like you'd been to an eight-year-old birthday party. <laughs> and what's funny about this is that that's the modern-day goodie bag that you'd go to a kid's birthday party yeah. and you would find. It was great. And everybody was like, I haven't had a goodie bag like this yes, since because I was everybody kid. there was that's in their 30s. The yeah, 30s and 40s. Yes. And so the, the, we be, we come from a pre-goodie bag era. Exactly. And my mom was there, too, which, you know, I had my uh, Rosie was yes. there. 
She was Rosie telling. was there. Although there was a there was a little bit less this birthday. I was slightly disappointed. I'm not here to judge or <laughs> criticize, but if there was one note I would offer is uh, when your husband and Rosie are in the same room, I need a lot more of Tim's impression yeah, of Rosie. He's there really needs good to at maybe it's because the music was, but I just love. Hearing him go, Rosie, you're bowling. And she goes, leave me alone, Tim. Like just just the, the si- simultaneous frequency of their voices. The dynamic between the two of them is, oh, it's great. is very different. What I've never seen at a bowling alley before either was a miles per hour, which was great to yes. see. Uh, the average uh, miles per hour was somewhere between 9 and 12 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rosie's was a solid 4 to 5. She, she could not. She was hilarious. It was great. She couldn't find the, the right ball. Like she, I kept trying to find her different, you know, Bowling balls, but she just couldn't find the right. But she had a good time, right? She had a, she had a great. Everybody time. had fun. Everybody I had a had lot fun. to drink. Everybody, I think a lot of people had a lot to drink. Yeah, yeah. It My was, wife was moonwalking after picking up a spare. She was great. Oh, she was funny. Yeah, yeah. They were, everybody had a really. Shannon good time. Shannon Farron got hammered. She was hilarious. She was, but my there was a moment where uh, Shannon Farron was bowling and the next lane over. And I'd thrown my first ball, I think, or something like that. And she just walked over. It stood in front of you. No, it bowled. Like, threw her (laughs) ball down my lane on my frame. So I immediately walk over thinking she was also on her second frame. So I throw the ball down there, like, casually. Of course, I knock them all down but one. Right. Only to find out that it was not Shannon Farron's uh, frame. It was now Shannon Hoffman's turn. Exactly. And I got a big stern talking to from Mrs. Hoffman. Who actually has a very fun form as oh well. Oh my gosh! She's a dancer, yeah. And so when she when she goes to throw the ball, she does this little, little leap, skip, little... and she doesn't even know she does it. No. And you kept telling her, "I'm like somebody t- videotape her so she can see it." She's like, "No, no." I didn't know she it's had hilarious. a background in dancing. That makes so much more yeah, sense now. Yeah. That's fun. In fact, did I ever tell you that if you if you find the Paula Abdul workout video, no, I can't remember what it's called. Oh. It's from. All you got to do is Google. <laughs> it's from the 80s, this Paula Abdul workout video, uh, Get Up and Dance or something like that. Shannon Hoffman is in it. That is exciting. Yeah. Wow. It's like it, it, you can see her. She's wearing a – I think she's wearing a beret. Wow. Uh, uh, and I have the VCR tape you have the of actual it. V- How did you get and that? Because I, I, I had it. From oh, you already I, had it. I already just... had it. And Gary had said she was in it. And I remember I took it over to their house one day and made her autograph it. That's awesome. <laughs> so awesome. That is so great. Yeah, anyway. Paula Abdul workout? Yeah, workout video. Had to be from the 80s or the 90s. Early Let's 90s. See. Get up and dance, Get up said? and dance or something like that. Oh, or- if this is on the YouTubes. If this is on body sculpting workout for weight loss. Uh, this has to be them, right? Let me see. Let's see. Oh, this no, is going to be. Those are old. Oh, those are it? Get up and dance. Promotional video. Yep. Oh, boy. We might have to put a link to this on Facebook. Are we still going to be allowed to be friends with her? If, yes. uh, is she, or is she going to kill us? She No, she has admitted that she is in it. She, and, but is she comfortable with everybody else yes. knowing? I recently did an episode of the Dad Podcast with Jane Wells, and she has a YouTube video. The first YouTube video she ever posted was of her son who got up in the middle of the night. She sold over 17 million oh. records. Oh, wait. Her? Are you ready to have fun? Let's see. Her groundbreaking music you got to find it. The standard for dance in the 90s. There she is right there. Right there? No, she's further over. She's wearing now, the beret. Pop music superstar Paula Abdul has a hot new aerobic dance. Will be over video. there? Oh, there she was. In the black? Yes. Oh, hold on. Let's go, go a little gonna, back. We're gonna go frame back. Boom. Let's see. Yeah. All right. There here. she is. Oh, yep. it's so grainy because it's back in the eighties. It's awesome. That's her right yep, there. That's her. Wow. She was in UCLA at the time. 
Paula Abdul's Get It's actually not a bad uh, video. Not a bad video? Not a bad uh, yeah. exercise video. I like the idea of going back to the 80s or 90s and getting a good workout. That'd be yeah. fun. No, it's good. I feel like aerobics in men are, are, are underappreciated. I feel like I wish we would be more welcome. But we was looking like men a creep. Men in spandex doing jazzercise. But I feel like if I, I went to a, a workout class, a cardio class, I joined a 24-hour fitness when I first moved out. But this is up in the Bay Area. And uh, Northern California, and I went, and there was a guy who had a thick Filipino accent, and he would go, and singles, and it was like, everybody, and I, I can't do it, because we'd do it to that song, and it was like, there's weights involved in it, and he had a, th- he would go, everybody, ah, body. and he would sing along with the song, there's which I like. something about those old style yeah. classes with that classic pop music I that makes it. it so great. I it's love so good. it. Um, so when we come back, okay. I want to talk to you about um, a, an experience my husband had. It's not really conversations with hubby. Okay. But it's a story that I got to tell you just because it made me laugh so hard. But your husband, before we do that, I just wanted to, you're, you, so do you, have you gotten a payoff from these surprise parties? Is your husband like, is it? Yes. Well, uh, not immediately. It, go, it sounds like it has to go on Because all, all he does the night of, especially, you know, if he's had a couple drinks, is just, oh, you're in trouble. You're in trouble when you're going to get, you're gonna, you're in big trouble. And I just laugh it off. Um, but yeah, no, the next day he really, he's like, it's not fair. You're putting too big of an expectation out there. And I'm, it's, I don't need the surprise party. I think he feels like. If he has I, to reciprocate. He's got to reciprocate. And I'm like, no, you know, I just like throwing parties for other people. Like, I like that. It's yes. my thing. I like doing it. You're very much a giver. Yes. I like doing stuff like that. And that so, was uh, the other element uh, is that you requested for this is my experience with your parties that you requested that I pick up balloons because you couldn't pick up. Oh, balloons. yes. It would ruin the surprise. I want to thank you for that. Because my I wife. got a ton of questions for my sister-in-law. Oh, really? My niece and my mother. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that it was, was awesome. Not, OK, good. It was awesome. My, so here's the thing is that my my I said, well, you said, can you please pick up balloons? Yeah, because I, I couldn't bring right. them to the party without giving it away. So I pass it off to Mrs. Warsham, uh, who you can hear right here. Oh, she's over it. I want to put my dick. Uh, that's my wife. I'm very fortunate. <laughs> and so anyway, she, she, I said, well, she loves balloons. I'm always the one complaining at the kids' parties. Like, stop with the balloons. Too many balloons. Not even too many. Just the fact that they exist. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, so she, I go, she likes balloons. So I said, I need what you said was a bunch of balloons and one that says happy birthday right. is what Michelle requested. And I was thinking five right. balloons. Yes. Like yes. four balloons and then, a, a normal, and then a happy yeah. birthday balloon. You're a normal person. You're a normal person with a normal background and experiencing life, not like my wife. Everything is Liberace with this woman. Like she wants ornate light fixtures in every room in our house. Anyway, point is, I say, hey, can you do Michelle a solid? I have to work. Can you pick up balloons? I know you like. She's like, she already, like I think they know her by name at the Party City place. She's like, got it. Yeah, and so we we have to take our minivan. To the, instead of the Camry, because why? Because of the balloons. <laughs> and I get in the car, and I kind of had an idea, but I just thought they were spread. They were wrapped in large plastic bags that you would go shopping with, and I didn't notice it, but she's like, I could weigh these down because I couldn't see through the rearview mirror. That's how much they filled the entire back window of our minivan. And I didn't quite understand the scope till we pulled out. There were three bunches, not a bunch. I said, right. I specifically said a bunch. A bunch. One and she bunch. goes, this is, this is a bunch of balloons. I go, no, there are three bunches, like a bunch of asparagus, right? <laughs> I'm sorry if I just spit at you. Right. Uh, so anyway, I go, there's, a, she goes, well, this is what, well, come on. And then she thought it'd be funny to get one that says it's a boy. Right. Not, not for the, is Michelle pregnant joke. That was not what she was thinking, but she, 
uh, she thought it would be funny because we're having a birthday, like right. we're doing it at a bowling alley. Right. That it's she, a boy's birthday party. She didn't even know about the goodie bag part of it. She <laughs> just wanted to, I think if she could be like, he's one or something right. that would, but she thought it's a boy was funny. Right. So we go in and we arrange it and then people see that come out and there were, you had family already there when right. we arrived with the balloons and we were kind of getting side-eyed looks like, what the hell? <laughs> and so you got questions about whether or not you were carrying yeah. a young man in your womb. My sister-in-law is going, um, is there something you want to yeah. tell us? I go, no, this is just about Tim. It's just a joke. It's fun. Take your goodie bag and go. <laughs> Eat your Pop Rocks, throw back a soda and move on. And Pop Rocks, how long has it been since you have Pop Rocks? Uh, easily 10 years. And they had Easy. tropical punch flavor. I don't know if you got those are my. Favorite. I don't even remember the flavor. There I was had like quite six a few different bourbons. flavors. I just grabbed a whole bunch, and the people at the party started like, "Oh, you're gonna have a great kids party." I'm like, "Yeah, it's gonna be great." Except for it's not a kid for a kid. <laughs> just get through with all the candy yeah. no, and three awesome. bottles of bourbon. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. So let's take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll do a diet convos with hubby. Fair to say, sort of. All right, yeah. Positive K, got a man. Now, I know this is about a guy hitting on a chick, but I figure we're talking about your man. Yeah. And uh, and these are, and I'm curious because Convos with Hubby is, I think, one of the uh, favorite things we do on this podcast. Which for me. we'll have to actually do the way we did it on the Producer Michelle podcast. Yeah. If you listen back to some of the older episodes, you'll hear kind of the way Justin and I do it. So. We need to. The interesting to, dynamic is is that I always play Michelle, right? And I and you play my husband because I have a good, I have a good imitation of my husband. It's great. And they're actual conversations. People always ask me all the time. I remember a long time ago, I posted one of these random conversations that I had with my husband that I thought was funny because I think he's the funniest person alive. He's I, great. I mean, I, I think he's brilliant. He drives me crazy, but I think he he's brilliant. And we have this relationship where I think we can take what people would normally see as kind of bitching and fighting at each other and turn it into something fun. Uh And so I started, I think the first one I posted a long time ago was when I was particularly bitchy one day and I had, um, I, I was on my period and my husband doesn't ever want to hear anything about a period. And he's always been like that. Like his mom said it, his sister said it. Doesn't ever want to hear anything about it. As soon as you start talking about it, he's like, oh, I don't want to hear it. So I remember I had gone out and I bought tampons or whatever, and they were in a CVS bag sitting on the stairs because uh-huh. I was going to bring them upstairs when I walked upstairs, but I hadn't walked upstairs yet. And he didn't know I was on my period at the time, but I had been particularly kind of bitchy that day. And so he went to walk up the stairs and he was like, what is this? And then he's like, oh, geez, why does everything bad have to happen to me? And I said, well, what do you mean? And he goes, it's just everything bad has to happen to me. And I said, what are you talking about? I'm the one who has to deal with the cramps every month, the bleeding every month. And he was like, oh, I don't want to hear it. And I said, <laughs> the thing that happens bad to you I'm is the, the one thing who bad. has to deal with this every single month. And he goes, yeah, but you don't have to deal with the one thing that I have to deal with. And I said, what is that? And he goes, you, I have to deal with you. <laughs> and I was like, touche. And I put that up as a conversation with hubby and people just lost their minds. That's they thought funny. it was hilarious. So I've been putting it up on Facebook and I started a separate Facebook page for it. I'm actually trying to write a book 
about it because I just think our interaction. No, it's great. Yeah, it's a great idea. So this is not a conversation with hubby, but it's sort of a modified thing. So on. I just had a huge realization. Yes. So before you get into this, can we hit pause real quick? Yeah. All right. Give me one sec. Go ahead. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. <laughs> okay, we're back. Sorry about that. I apologize. What yeah. So here's the thing. I am. Uh, I am very, very, very fancy. <laughs> How does this professional podcaster live his lap of luxury? <laughs> By having a non-English speaking housekeeper, that's how. <laughs> Therefore, she must be paid under the table in cash. And you just remember that you had to pay her. I had to pay her. <laughs> Tuesday is the day, which is such a weird It's such a weird thing. I know that it's become like having a housekeeper and a gardener has become more of like a middle class thing, right. but when you grow up with that kind of blue collar approach to things, like it's it's such a funny thing to me that I have we have a housekeeper and but I have to do a preliminary like mm-hmm. pass through of the yeah, house. Everybody does it. Every, I do the same thing. But do you think do you think the the real the real rich and famous do it? No. Yeah. I can't imagine what some housekeepers have to deal with. Right. When a housekeeper comes into my house and I forget to do a couple of things, like, you know, pick up the laundry that's on the floor, whatever, I feel really bad. Yeah. And she's like, trust me, you have no idea what we deal with in some of these places. I'm like, she's like, your house is already clean. doesn't really take us up. We do. We do a preliminary scan of the toilets to make sure that they're clean, which is so funny to me. But (laughs) it's like you can't. I think it's why. I think it's like I can't. I can't. And so. uh, So anyway. So I have to. I usually leave money out on the counter, which also seems very weird, like very lady of the nightish. Exactly. Which, uh, which I think honestly, some of the things, like the idea that she cleans, because I'm such a, uh, I like the idea of cleaning. You know what I mean? Like, so it is kind of pornographic in a way. But so anyway, I had to run out and pay her. So it isn't back. those topless girls that they advertise no, here in Burbank. I want, I want so badly, Michelle, so badly to I hire want, those. I want to hire one. I want to know. I just want to know if they do a really good job. I want to hire one, mm-hmm. and I just want them to show up. And then I want to kind of show them around like, you know, this is some areas and then go, OK, you got it from here. And then they go, yeah. And then as they start to button, unbutton their shirt, just go, OK, and then walk out and leave. And then leave. I think it would be so funny. Well, I think that would answer two questions. One, do they still clean the house topless when nobody's there? My understanding is from my believe people that are in the know is that they, they don't actually clean. Oh. That there is no which is uh, did, right. That's, the, that's that is sad. Yes, because I want. Them to clean. I want cleaning and chi yeah, exactly. That's what I want. I want I want cleaning and some swinging chesticles. Oh, but here's boy. my other plan with them is I have a single neighbor right over here <laughs> who's a middle aged guy, uh, lives by himself. Like right. he dates girls, but he's like he's one of those guys who just likes to be by himself. One year for one of his birthdays, my wife and I had this idea of just sending one, not knowing where who it came We're from. We're here to clean your house. And just sent somebody saying, maybe it's funnier to say, hey, I got you a housekeeper just for one day. And then just to watch, because he will be so embarrassed. They roll shit. up in that hot pink van. Oh, I hope it's, I want them just to show up in their Camry or Corolla. And then like he's on, and then she just whips off her t-shirt while she's, got, while she's dusting around the house. It'd be so funny. I wish I could see his face, but because awesome. he is this awesome. great, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting your no, combo. Okay. But uh, he, we had this great moment with him where the kids pick Halloween costumes right. every year. And one year they were, there's when they first got into football. So they were football players. I was a football coach. And of course my son said my wife had to be a cheerleader, which I was very thankful for. <laughs> so she went to like a costume shop and rented a cheerleader outfit smoking. Right. Very, very excellent choice. And my neighbor even commented, we we're giving out candy. And he goes, by the way, man, you know, your wife's looking pretty good in that cheerleader outfit, which any other guy I think would be pretty creepy. 
And I said, I said, right. And I said, uh, and trust me, I go, uh, I go, she ain't going to be wearing that for very much longer. And he kind of laughs and he goes, he goes, well, you better be careful. He goes, that'll give you, and my kids had walked out. He goes, that'll end you, end you up with another one of these. <laughs> and I said, no, I said, I'm fixed. So if it happens, I know it was you fucker and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and it was so funny because he got kind of red in the emotional, face. Emotional, like first shot. Yes. He got, he, and he goes, he kind of goes, <laughs> and he just turned around and started walking off my porch. I was going, <laughs> and he got halfway across the driveway and he turned and he goes, I'm, I'm really glad you guys moved in. <laughs> and he just kept laughing. <laughs> walking into his house and they have a fun relationship where every time they pull in my wife she started it my wife will lay on her horn if he's just walking around and it scares the living shit at him so now he does it to her too That's so funny. so yeah but so i think he would get a kick out of it, but he would definitely be embarrassed anyway combos with husby <laughs> so, yeah so anyway so this, this is just something that happened this week that i just thought was hilarious so i have two dogs mm-hmm. right i used to have three buffy died in september she was the oldest one she was 19 but I have uh, Roxy, who is my father-in-law's dog. He, she's lived with us now for four years. She is 14, and then Princess is 11. And Princess is our dog, yeah. and we've had her. She was a, She's the one with the Instagram account. She, was the, she is the one with the Instagram account, and she is the one who was a uh, one in a one-dog household for a very long time, so she doesn't like anybody else coming in. And she's very um, – she's got a personality. You met her once. Yeah. She, when you were, when what I like about your dog is like, people like to say, you know, oh, she thinks she's a person or whatever. Like, but your dog has very interesting personality traits. Like, I like that when you do something she doesn't like, she'll drop a deuce on the rug. Exactly. I've heard tale of this, but I've never Mm -hmm. seen it. But when I see this dog. And dog experts will say, they don't do that. They don't have the brain power to do that. They don't. They don't enact revenge. Yes, they do. So shut up, you idiots. They do. <laughs> they don't enact revenge. So anyway, Princess, she is all of five pounds. So it's hilarious to see my husband walking her because oh, he's yes. six, three and two. Because your, your husband is like quintessential guy's 50. guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the big guy walking the yeah. five pound dog, right? The cigar. Yes. Down the, down the street. He looks like a gangster, actually, he over does. that small dog, I bet. He does. And he used to, before he cut all of his hair, he looked like the dude from uh, The Big, Big Lebowski. That's exactly what he looked like. Dude. He said, he said, in fact, he said this at his birthday party. He said, I went from looking like the dude in The Big Lebowski to looking like John Goodman in Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, and it's kind of true because his hair is all short now. But anyway, so on Saturday, uh, or was it Sunday? It was Sunday. I was, uh, my husband was at work. He went to work early in the morning at four. And so I decided that day to go down to my father-in-law's house to do some stuff in preparation for this garage sale that I'm going to have. And so I went with his sister down there and I didn't tell him I was going. I just, it didn't occur to me because he was going to be gone at work all day. And so uh, I wasn't anticipating staying down there as long as I did. I thought I was going to be home before he got home at like one o'clock, right? So I went down there at like eight and uh, I didn't end up getting home until four. And when I got home, there was <laughs> there was a towel on the floor. There was um, things askew, mm. like, you know, like how um, askew, like you'd been robbed or no, by just, robbed by just, a very kind. Robber. No, it was just things were out of place, uh-huh. but not I didn't think that we were robbed. And I knew he was home, but he was upstairs. So the TV was off. There was no music, which usually if their TV's off, usually there's music. Uh-huh. So I knew, okay, something happened. And the dogs are all like, Princess is just like, hey, what's up, mom? What's up? Hey, I'm all, you know, what's up? So 
Princess has gotten into this thing where uh, there she's a tiny dog and we have a patio and we have a shared yard. And so there's a there's people who live in our complex that have a couple of big dogs. I think one of them might be a pit bull. I'm sure they're very sweet dogs, but they're they're they sound aggressive. Yeah. So and they're not from what I understand from other people, they're not other dog friendly. So if they see us out in the back, then she'll take the dogs back inside and wait till everybody goes in and then she'll bring her dogs out. So she's very careful. The lady who owns them is very careful about it. But Princess, I have gotten into this habit of making sure I take them outside every day to go to the bathroom and stuff just because then they don't have to go on the patio. On the patio, I have a potty pad, yeah. so they'll go, and it's not that big of a deal. They're tiny dogs. And is the patio also part of the shared yard? or is No, it, the patio, okay. we have our own patio. Gotcha. So, you know, she's got a little doggy door that goes right on, to, on the patio, so she's got to pee and she's got to poop. She can go out there. She can go out there mm. and go so Uh-oh. I guess so I came home and I was like, you know, I, I I went upstairs and then I came back downstairs and then my husband was downstairs and I went, what's this towel doing on the floor? He's like, don't pick that up. And I went, OK, what happened? He goes, you have no idea what you just put me through. You. Yeah. And I went, what are you talking about? He goes, I my shoulder was killing me because his shoulder's been hurting. He goes, my shoulder's been killing me. And I came home from work and your dog, your dog. Was shaking like uncontrollably, shaking, just shaking. And she's not a shaker. She's just not like that she, kind of chihuahua. Yeah. And she wanted to go outside, and I couldn't take her outside because my shoulder was killing me, and I had to go to the bathroom. And just, so I come out of the bathroom, and she had pooped. She goes, she exploded. <laughs> she pooped so much. Now she's five pounds, yeah. right? Now I sort of remember her not going to the bathroom the day before. <laughs> sort of remember. And I remember thinking to myself before I went to my my uh, father-in-law's house, I should probably take her outside because for some reason it's it's easier. She can go out on the patio. She's done it before. She doesn't like to for some reason. She likes to go out in the back and on the grass, and then you can almost see it on her face. And she's like, ah, this is perfect place for me to go, right? So I thought about taking her out before I left, and I didn't. And I thought, uh oh, what happened? So I guess it was a poop poop apocalypse. Poop poop apocalypse. Poop apocalypse, yeah. It was or a poop apocalypse, maybe. She has now if you think of a Tootsie roll, I'm sorry. okay, you think of like a little kid. I don't know why you would want to ruin this candy for me, but I'm all right. sorry, but it's the only way to describe it. She has her poops are like Tootsie rolls. Normally or then even That's just the way they are. Yeah. She's tiny. She's yeah. a little dog, right? He said the Normal size, like the kid size Tootsie Rolls, just the little single yeah. size Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, fun size. Like fun size. <laughs> Down by the front door, she peed, uh-huh. and then she pooped like four little Tootsie Rolls. Uh-huh. Then she came upstairs to the level where the living room and the kitchen was, and between the living room and the kitchen, she did several more Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Roll poops, and then she pooped in the kitchen like a big poop. He's like, I don't know where it came from. I don't know where it came from. And then this is I thought, just at the time from when he got home he got and home. he was using his own restroom. Yes. And wow. then because she he goes, it was obviously she wanted to go outside, but I had to go. You know, I had to go. So I couldn't take her. I was going to take her. But then my arm hurt. And then I came down and there's poop everywhere. He goes, and the Roxy just ran away like she knew something was going to happen. Like she knew she she's was trying to explode. save her balls from the poop up. Yeah, she just exploded. She pooped. I don't know. I go, how how much did she poop? He goes, I wish I would have waited because it probably it had to have weighed more than she did. I wish I would have waited. And he got, so he's looking at her and she's looking at him like, 
You know, she's got that look on her face like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking. So he had to try to he was cleaning it up because his shoulder hurt so bad he could barely move it. So he's like, I almost left until you came home. Now, this is not the first time that she's done that. She's usually pretty good. But the other day, I remember I came home from work uh, and uh, I was in the garage and I was doing something and I could hear her barking. And I was about to go in the house, but I got distracted by something and I was doing something downstairs. And then by the time I walked into the house and walked up the flight of stairs to the front door, she had pooped right there. And it was obviously brand new. And I'm thinking, you could have just gone outside on the patio and pooped. Why didn't you do that? But she didn't do it. She's enacting revenge, you think? She's enact- she was mad. One, she was mad because that day because I took too long to get into the house. She was probably mad the day that she had the poopocalypse because nobody took her out in the morning. And because we're thinking if we don't take her out, it's really not the big of a deal. Yeah, she's, she's got the patio. She's got the potty pad. The other yeah. dog does it. Yeah. So what she does. Why can't you be more like your sister? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Every single time she gets angry with one of us, she poops somewhere. If she and and she's such a good dog otherwise, but this has happened before where she if if I go to work in the morning uh, and my husband's still asleep, if he's not if he doesn't have to get up for, you know, like an hour or so, I'll block the 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 them from going upstairs so that they don't bother him. Because what happened before is that she'll go upstairs, Princess Will, and she'll bark at him at the side of the bed to try to get him to put her on the bed. And if he doesn't put her on the bed, she puts like one poop, like right in the middle of the floor, right in his path of walking. I cannot tell you how many times he has stepped in a dog poop. In the morning, this is so interesting to me because from the outside looking in, much like other people's kids when they misbehave, Mm -hmm. like this sounds kind of adorable. But I feel like if I was living it, I would want to kill this animal. It's well, and she doesn't do it often enough to make you want to kill her. Oh, it's just like a kid, but it's just just right the boundary. Yeah, enough. Just Just knows how to walk that exactly. So yeah, so he had to deal with the poop apocalypse the other day. The poop apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, Well, this is. uh, Let's see if I have it here because it's interesting that you brought this up because I have this is the that's it's a Psychology Today article Mm -hmm. that says the year of the dog, the year of living doggedly, and basically what it's pointing out here is that people are becoming more and more uh, affectionate towards their dogs, like they're knowing. They're learning that there's more of a, let's see if I could put it here. Now, research shows that levels of the cuddle chemical, oxytocin, mm-hmm. go up in both caretaker and dog when they look at each other. You can kind of see that in pictures or yeah. videos. Like if I, if, if I have her, if she, if I go to rubber belly and I see it and she's on her back, if she has a very different look than if she's just staring at just me. Just staring at so, you? Yeah. It says this, of course, is just the chemical language of love and attachment of and of man's best friendship. It also makes me feel that uh, urbanities are becoming more wolfish, which is funny. So they also break down uh, how, like, eventually there was wolves. And I saw this on uh, what is it? Was it uh, Cosmos with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. where he was talking about how basically dogs evolved into pets, into pets yeah. that it's the fir- it's the only part of evolution that was that man made happen, mm-hmm. that there were wolves that had that they believe made slightly less of a hormone that made them aggressive. Right. And so that therefore they would be more likely to take a little food from a guy without biting him. Mm-hmm. And then that eventually worked its way into where now this wolf is following him around for food. And so it became almost symbiotic where the wolf would sit in there and then the wolf could smell or sense danger and help protect the guy. Right. 
in exchange for not having to work for food. Mm -hmm. And then eventually they started, you know, breeding dogs to where it was more about their looks and everything. And that man personally has manipulated the evolution of. Oh, absolutely. Which is, I think, I think is so incredibly interesting. It's, you know, there are so many things about, about dogs like Roxy, the other one, you can't tell what she's thinking. Like she always looks like she wants to kill us. Like there's always, she's the quietest dog. She's a very sweet dog, but, but when she stares at you, like she'll just sit across the room. There's a couple pictures on my Instagram page on the princess's Instagram page where you see Roxy just staring like a serial and there's killer? a video, like seriously, like a serial killer. I'm thinking, what is she going to do? What is she going to do? I'm just going to put this out there for you. Uh, Cause I know you like to put hats and stuff on your dogs. Mm -hmm. Maybe with just Roxy, you dedicate a series of uh, every once in a while, Instagram shots on, on princess's Instagram where you dress her up as a serial killer. Like, I could. I put might. her in some Jeffrey Dahmer glasses or whatever their token look is. You I know, find a that. way and uh, you can make a little fun calendar. Well, of and I think it's because, you know, this is so funny. My husband always jokes that he was like the, 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 fourth, import, the fourth most important person in the house when we had the three dogs. Because it was like Princess, Buffy, Roxy, and then him. Which is not true, but I'm sure sometimes it can seem to be true. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you have a dog like Buffy, who was she needed a lot of care. And then Princess just wants a lot of attention. Like she needs a lot of attention. Roxy could care less. I know a, many, a, many a man. And my, I would throw myself in there. My favorite is there's a, a friend of mine who was allergic to cats, mm -hmm. met another friend of mine. They fell in love and he knew he was going to ask her to marry him. But part of the problem was this cat right. that he would have to live with. And the cat at the time was, I think, 15 years old. Mm hmm. So he's like, cat's going to be around a couple more years. I could suck that up. The cat literally lived to be like 22 years old. <laughs> like just, just constantly hanging on. And it was, it was a great cat. Uh, and then for me personally, same thing. I'm allergic to cats. We had a cat kind of adopt us and walk up to us when we bought our house. We we're so broke. It was a house up in Modesto. And we had $48 to our name. By the time we bought a litter box and cat food, it took us down to like $16 when we moved into this house. Had no money for <laughs> furniture or anything. And, uh, and I, my wife said, you, we, we got to take this to a shelter. And I thought it was a kill shelter. So I didn't want to do it. Right. It was a little kitten. And so, uh, eventually though, my asthma, like I started developing asthma symptoms and it was getting bad. I was like, you know, we, we got to find another home. She's like, nope, now I'm attached. Take the medicine jerk. Like, <laughs> this, this is what you signed up for. You dumbass. dumbass. But everything changed when we had children and the children were also had gotten my genetic allergy and eventually we found another delightful home. It was a gay guy who was like, they, oh, they would, good, oh, it was great. The, the cat would sit down with this guy. He wanted somebody to watch Jeopardy with. This cat would sit and watch Jeopardy and he'd ba he would grill chicken for the two of them and then give her McDonald's French fries because that was her favorite treat. This cat, it was great. It was it's great awesome. for everybody. Yeah. No, dogs are, they're a lot of fun. And uh, it's sometimes uh, there's a uh, poopopolis. They do acts poop. of, uh, acts of revenge. Poopocalypse. It's a hard word to say. Poopocalypse. Oh, whoa. what is what did I, oh, I, what I hit playing. the wrong bumper. Yeah. That's what I did. I was trying to do this. Um, all right. So let's see. We'll, we'll see you guys in a week. Yep. You can uh, follow Michelle on the Twitter mm -hmm. at Prod Michelle. Yep. That stands for producer. We learned last it week. It does. Yeah. Not, not the cattle prod. Not really Don't get them confused. No. Um, although you could prod her on Twitter. That could be argued. <laughs> could be up for debate. Uh, break down Princess's Instagram again. PJ. PGK the Chi. Princess Grace Kelly the yes. Chihuahua. Mm -hmm. PJ. And all of that is in the description of this episode. If you can't yeah, remember absolutely. that, put in there. I'm on Twitter at iPodcastJustin. You can check out my other podcast, the Dad Podcast, Gamerland Podcast. Those are available at dadpodcast.com. Yeah, make sure to like the Facebook page, the yes. Justin and Michelle Sideshow. 
and uh, spread the words. Because here's the thing. Once we get to a certain number of listeners and we start making enough money, what we're going to start doing is we could stream the show live. Yeah. And you could tune in live and there will be a chat room. Mm-hmm. And then also what comes with being able to stream the show live is we could take calls. Uh, you fun. could call into the show. We're, we're going to play radio in my backyard. Watch. We are. It's going to be fun. Uh, so on behalf of Prod Michelle, Woo. this is Justin Worship saying uh, see ya. See ya.